0: The Transformation Tafel works with Maxflex Cables.
1: You are listening to The Transformation Table, where we talk about God's business. I just want to welcome everybody again this morning. Good morning around The Transformation Table. It's really great to see all the faces and um, hear, the, hear the voices also um, welcome to the people that's going to listen to the podcast later and also on at radio. So um, this morning we've got Dr. Arne van Niekerk, um with us. Thank you very much Arnu, for making time. Um, there's a couple of questions and um, <clears throat> I believe that you you must be very busy with what's going on at the moment. Uh, so I, I want to ask you the first question I want to ask you Arnu, is um, you know uh, we, we see a lot of people joining in, and it seems like it 's accelerating it 's uh, it 's almost like a snowball effect. Uh, maybe you can share with us a little bit about that but just for the case of clarity is it possible and i 'm asking this with a smile and a naughty a naughty smile is it possible to put time to rise in a nutshell um, uh, just to get everybody up to speed if you don 't mind aren't you?
2: Thank you menzo uh good morning, everybody. So good to speak to you um yeah, menzo. I think later today you will see why actually, with having this discussion this morning is so significant because there's a a very important message that time to rise is gonna send out later today, so uh, I'm not gonna I need but you will see what I mean later um so uh yeah i'm I'm glad uh, so just briefly, time to rise. For those who don't know, um, it's a national intervention by God's people. That's almost the best, shortest way to to, to, uh, describe it. Uh, We see unrighteousness around us. We see a government that's failing us. We see a church that are disorganized, not having the impact uh, of a 70% majority. Um, So this national intervention is, of course, not by might, not by power, but led by the Holy Spirit. But what is needed is for God's people to step up um, and step to the plate and to do it unitedly so. What unites us is one spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the word of God, Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, from that point of view, we want to um, um, you know, bring radical change in South Africa from the ground level up. Um, so we're getting organized. is important linking up the body of Christ with one another. And Time to Rise is basically the vehicle – to, to make that happen. So, everything is not about time to rise, and we're not making a name for ourselves. It's about organic, spirit led linking up of the body of Christ. Ezekiel 37, the body of Christ, bone to his bone, rising up, and the nation builders, kingdom, an army of nation builders taking shape, as in the case of the Ezekiel 37 prophecy. So, uh, Many are called for different areas, uh, and we want to see them step forward. Um, And uh, the moment we we get organized, our salt and light will become much more effective in changing South Africa. And Africa, by the way, because the Lord said Africa will be saved. So I believe also that it might be a model, um, something of a blueprint uh, starting from the south. And we already have a, ti- a time to rise Malawi, time to rise Zambia, Shaikh um, And last night somebody talked about a tam- time to rise Namibia as well. So praise the Lord. I think it's more the vision and the heart of uh, God's people uniting and taking action that I think is really um being stimulated by the Holy Spirit. And I'm so thankful for that. Thanks, Menzo.
1: Thanks, Dario. That was ex- somebody asked me the question yesterday <clears throat> and I and I realized that I actually don't have a nutshell answer because it's such a massive thing. You know, the I think um when when we started, and and it's amazing that this journey started. Well, the journey started much further back for you, but my journey with you started in in, in January at Cape Unity, and you know just a massive expansion of um, <clears throat> in my mind of what is possible, what can be done, and um, you know things that we assumed is gonna. There's nothing we can do about it. You know, we I don't know how how it happened that we surrendered. So comfortably, you know so so we we got put to sleep so gently and um and said, "Okay, you know this is nothing we can do about it. We are going to just flow into this abyss of uh, destruction, and uh, hopefully suddenly we'll be all right, you know, and it's nonsense, it is absolutely you know there is yeah. a lot that we as we can as Christians we can actually do everything.
2: Yeah, well, I just quickly observe two things there, uh, Menzo, and this is important. Um, you know, since 2015, I've been traveling around the country. The Lord has sent me, he told me to scout the land, as you know. Um, so I've seen that people on ground level are ready. They are really ready to become part of change. So this is the beauty of time to rise. We don't need to convince anybody. Um, you just, it's like you ring the bell, you make the sound, and the people just respond. They are hungry, they are ready, um, and they are. Uh, Almost fed up with the quality of leadership and the political spirit and this whole, you know, thing of um, everybody trying to get financial gain. They want something that is pure, that is spirit led, that is from God's heart and that is um, fit for the situation in in South Africa and Africa. The other thing is also means uh, after 94, I mean, 94 was a miracle. And we saw, uh, you know, God prevented the civil war. But after that, the church as an institution pulled back into their shells. They started building empires. They started to focus on, you know, uh, successful church models and, uh, you know, a in-house approach. And I think God is saying, listen, now's the time to go beyond the walls of church. Yes, we need to have proper good churches in our nation. But honestly, we are the church and to, uh, we are called outside these walls. So so when we gather, it's halftime. But after that, it's it's game time. We need to play like the Springboks. So, uh, and I think <clears> people <throat> are ready, honestly. So it's, uh, you don't need to convince uh, people. I've seen that. Um, I mean, we were in Stellenbos. And uh, I mean, people were sitting full packed halls, sitting even older people around our feet on the floor. Just hungry to say, yes, we are ready in Kruger's Dorp, in uh, Pretoria when we were at Moleta Park. I mean, it's it's almost crazy. I must tell you, it's It's unbelievable. Um, how this is resonating with people. And uh, I know when we had the 300 camp in in, in January, we thought, Lord, how are we going to take this? And I knew for a fact, the people are so ready. Um, You know, I said to John Matutle, who's traveling with me, and I'll cut this short, uh, the grass is dry. It just needs the right spark. If it has the wrong spark of revolution and rebellion, we have chaos, And we've seen some of those sparks, the the number of um, uh, weeks. But if it's the right spark of revival and reformation, we won't recognize this country within a year or two. So we trust in God for divine intervention, and we always know he uses his people. Um, As Isaiah 59 says, um, God is surprised that there's no intercessor, no intervention. Um, And yeah. Yeah. We are saying, Lord, we are willing, we're available, we're ready.
1: Mm. <clears throat> so talking about the spark, uh Luke,
2: um, I've got a
1: sense that um and I and I could feel the excitement building in me for our October event at Wilde um, Hals <throat> in in, in Bloemfontein on uh, the sixth to eighth of October. Um can you share with us a little bit how it's going
2: with that and and, and, and uh what's what's developing there? Yeah, so just briefly, uh, we were there actually yesterday afternoon just to pray there with the whole intercessor team, preparing the ground, anointing it, and just, um, you know, spending time. We were actually focused very much on, um, you know, just anointing the gates. Uh, Psalm 24, open your gates for the King of Glory is coming through. Um, and uh, um, uh, we were so, you know, aware, um, uh, Menzo, there's something incredible that's going to happen that weekend. Uh, 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 You know, the Lord showed us, um, just to give people significance, in 2009, Jacob Zuma in the Free State Stadium slaughtered cows to dedicate South Africa to the ancestors. He literally sold us out. Now we are coming together in the same city, which is the judicial capital, to rededicate South Africa to God that weekend um, and cancel this agreement with the enemy. Um, And these things carry much weight in the spiritual realm. So, uh, um, and then, of course, uh, you know, Chief Justice Mukwing will be a key speaker. We'll have some other leaders, key leaders in our nation, Christian leaders, um, you know, speaking. But the weekend is definitely not just all speaker orientated. We will spend much time in prayer. Uh, The Saturday morning, we're going to take communion and dedicate South Africa fully to God. Um and then um uh worship and then also planning strategic planning we there's gonna be tents where people gather to put blueprints together to have discussions, small group discussions because um we need to get more organized um and I'm trusting the Lord for revival the interest is uh it's exploding the the uh after I send out that message of people can speak to Luray um or just Click on the link for accommodation. I mean, her phone has been nonstop. Um, the registrations are are spiraling. I mean, uh, no, there's going to be thousands. I must tell you, I don't know how many, but, uh, you know, um, I mean, there's place for 10 million people on that farm. So if needed, you know, there's space. But it's not about the numbers. We're not chasing anything. It's about the quality of the experience, uh, the deepness of how we meet God because we are meeting with our king. And I said to the others, Menzo, and this is important. You know, we've got so much trouble in South Africa, so much things we are worried. When are we going to feast? When are we going to celebrate? That weekend, we're going to celebrate. I mean, we're starting with a bra, even at four o'clock the Friday afternoon. Uh, but we're going to feast in the, in the presence of the king. Um, uh, uh, you know, David says, you, you, you prepare a table before my enemies. And I believe uh, that weekend, God's joy will be poured out upon his people. So, 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 yes, uh, praying and, and uh, dedicating the country, but also celebrating and lifting our king up. Because it's not about time to rise or it's about this or that movement. It's about people being drawn to Jesus Christ. And uh, when we lift him up, people will be drawn to him. And that's the main focus.
1: So, Arno, now I'm going to have to ask you a naughty question. Are you nervous about October?
2: Not at all. Not at all. I'm excited. I can't tell you. If it can happen tomorrow, uh, please. (laughs) Um, 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 The organizing team are busy around the clock repairing and getting everything ready i must tell you it's a, it's um a, a, you need to have a, a good team together so on ground level we are trusting the lord many things are coming together so uh, and then of course the big thing is finances i mean we have a budget of uh, 400, 500,000 rands. So we trust in God uh, for the provision, standing in absolute faith. Uh, we The event is free. We don't want anybody to to pay to come, but uh, obviously for people to make contributions it will be highly appreciated. But um, the Lord is providing and, uh, you know, so so so. in terms of arrangements, uh, things are going well. And then of course, uh, in terms of, I mean, people are booking buses from everywhere, from Messina, from Cape Town, from from Muscle Bay, they book out St Andrew's School, one of the hostels, completely for for Muscle Bay. Uh, I mean, they are coming from Pretoria. Intercape has now partnered with us and said they'll make some buses available. So, no means, so I thank the Lord. Um, this is His doing, and He gets all the glory.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, <clears throat> when you when you posted the 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 the. the uh, the agenda for the weekend or not the agenda, the program for the weekend. I had to have a little bit of an inside giggle and smile because um, I I remember at Camp Unity, you had this beautiful PowerPoint ready Uh, Friday afternoon. We sat down and I think you had between three and five minutes of presenting your PowerPoint and the Holy Spirit took over and your program was um, railroaded by the Holy Spirit. So I'm, I'm I I have to respectfully say I'm glad you guys put a program up, but I wonder how much of that program is going to be in your hands after the Holy Spirit takes over, and I'm excited about that. You
2: know. To see yeah, what absolutely, Menzo, Um I think you would have noticed at the bottom of the program it says everything is subjected to the leading of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> So, uh, absolutely. I mean, you have to have a framework and a plan and things, but the Holy Spirit will lead us. But I also know God uses structure as well. So, uh, it's not always that it's, it's, it's disrupting what's happening. Um, it's about the content and the, you know, um, the, the, the intensity and the deepness of that content uh, in God's spirit. So he will lead us, uh, but it will be a a weekend that people will never forget in this country's history. I'm telling you, it's a complete game changer that for when we leave from that weekend, uh, South Africa will change. Like you would never have seen it before. It, it, it's a, it's a, like a, I mean, um Yeah. The, the, it's so clear to us um, in terms of when when the body of Christ come in that unity and purpose together, you know, it's not just about gathering, it's about purpose kicking in like never before um, the Lord commands a blessing and it will flow to all corners of this nation and the continent so we're excited I believe you so Arno, um
1: just for, just as we are the, the community development group uh, and 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 we've got the real, real occasion of having you with us. Um, can you give us community development according to Arne?
2: Okay. What is your? So, what do you see? If if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. So I've got two ads there. The one is my economist ad, and the other one is my kingdom nation builder ad. So, of course, I I align them and bring them together. Um, I mean, my book, The Inclusive Economy, I've actually explained a lot about that community development. But the thing is, uh, Menzo, you need to address your social factors uh, in community. If you've got a major problem with alcoholism, drugs, you know, in each area, it's different. Uh, Your social destabilizers. You need to address them. Then you need to gather your willing nation builders, those who want to make a difference, those who are called to impact community. Um, and almost identify them as much in that community. Who are the ones that can work together that have a, you know, passion for the Lord and who, who, who understand how God's word can be put into practice. And then you need to address the economic uh, dynamics. Um, c- c- um, community development can't happen without unlocking the economic potential. It's very much that will fund and will feed a lot of the other things, the infrastructural changes, the, the, the all the practical things that need to go with that. And then also you need to have revival in that community. Um, that's not my economist at, uh, you know, <laughs> that's my kingdom at. Because um, you can repair and put in infrastructure um, in in a community. I mean, they will break down every every pipe, every steel, and everything away if hearts are not changed, if mindsets are not changed, and this applies to all communities, uh, in all racial groups. I mean, uh, there's just a sense of carelessness if people aren't uh, with Christ. So, um, so, so, um, amenzo you need to send in your evangelists. They need to transform those communities. An army of evangelists and uh, reaching out to those communities and then put in the practical things. Get the Josephs involved, the Nehemiahs, the practical changes and then from a side, strategically uh, prioritize certain things. For instance... Um, one thing is uh, you all agree that we will stop hunger in this city or this area of the town um, and you start working towards it if there are lots of rubbish lying, lying around you start the process of cleaning that up and being persistent about it you know so so when we say community development there's a lots of facets but I think these are some of the key things you need to um, you know attend to in order to gain traction and momentum and then of course uh, you need to have two different strategies. The one is opening up the way. The other one like the army, you need an occupation strategy. What what, what The change that you have brought, who's going to maintain that? Who's going to keep that in place? And then new ground, new territory. We're not going to change everything at once, but it needs to be very intentional steps. Um, and you map your community. You sit there and you map. You set up an ops room and you plan and you say, listen, this area or these businesses are with us. These churches are with us. Uh, Let's start at this corner and we start infiltrating. When we evangelize, we map it. So so it's a very operational exercise, but spirit-led and then practical change. Uh, maintaining and then, as I said, unlocking the economy because when there's economic change, then the change becomes more sustainable and, and the benefits are more equally distributed. Then you can start an inclusive economy. And, uh, you know, then you, 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 you're sitting on the right track, but combined with revival because you don't want a community that is poor to become affluent, but then they don't have Jesus. Their lives are not changed. Mindsets are not changed. Hearts are not changed. You know. So, so the goal with community development is not to solve all the problems. It is to lead people to Christ so that they can implement a godly way of living in that community, so that they can flourish for God's glory.
1: Absolutely. <clears throat> there's a there's a there's a principle, and, and and there's actually more economic principle or engineering principle if you want to say. it that i like to use and that's compounded collaboration you know you guys use a you, you the, the accounting guys use compounded interest um as a word i like to use the word compounded um collaboration and i think that is our journey at the moment you know finding out last yeah. week we had pastor joseph that was not intro- he didn't didn't introduce himself one of our members introduced him to us and we had him telling us about what the awesome work they're doing in northern KwaZulu Natal and connecting all these people, learning from each other, understanding what works, what does not work. Um you know, there's many failures and we can learn from failures. Yeah. Um there's many success stories. We should learn more from them.
2: Um yeah. but so major, in, just in, to, yeah, yeah. Just to say, um, that's exactly part of the function of Time to Rise. Uh, There's a a whole initiative um, of gathering all the blueprints. Um, I mean, you must see what people are doing in places around the country. It's phenomenal. I mean, we came across a community development model in in Howick, how they have a food distribution system, working with the farmers, the community, everybody's onto it. Then you have other communities with other types, uh, working with education as the catalyst. You know, so 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 with time to rise, we are gathering all these blueprints. We are putting action teams in place. We are putting representatives in every town, every community so that they can gather the what I call. Kingdom uh, nation builders, a cluster of them. Um what you're talking about, the compound effect, as with compound interest and your, I mean the concentration power in the banking industry, for instance, or whatever. Um, so this is the kingdom principle that that goes with it. Um compound and what you're talking about from an engineering point of view, um, it's the synergy power. Um, the synergy is the the sum, uh, the 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 whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Uh, a sum of the parts. So you can add up the parts, but the whole is much big, bigger, and more, and then the just the parts together. You know, it's like a rugby team. You can have fifteen players, but they play like twenty players. You know, if if they beat the All Blacks like that, <laughs> and you've got a red card on the other team. But anyway, um, so uh, so so that's the power of synergy. <clears throat> but then also uh, applied. <clears throat> Sorry, in a in a decentralized context, because the way of Babylon is to concentrate power. Um, we want to put power together, generate the synergy, but for a redistributive, decentralized purpose. Um, for instance the banking sector that's why we want to set up community banks across the country and we have the banking license for that we just got it so 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 you hear what I'm saying it's almost like two opposites that meet on the one hand you generate the synergy effect but it's but it's with a decentralized approach um and that's that's how you unlock the potential and you make sure the benefits are more equally distributed because it's very important I mean yeah the early church Many of the poor benefited from what God did amongst those people when they put resources together. You know, many that are poor and so so. That's the synergy effect. It's like an overflow. And uh, if you can unlock that in a community, um, yeah, it's incredible. Awesome thank you Arna. i think i think before we get too
1: too far down the road because i know that uh, we we we've, we've got limited time and um and this is a this is a, a, a subject of, of passion of our hearts um let's uh, let's open the floor and see if there's some questions um please guys put up your hand and um and uh, let's let's have some questions
2: um i uh, sandy please go ahead
3: morning Arna. how are you
2: Hi, Sandy. so good to see you. I'm surprised yeah, to, see you. to see
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> you are surprised.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you would be here. Wonderful.
3: Well, oh, Bergwald, Winsletown, yeah, we need to get, get some action going here. Amen. <clears throat> I, I need to stay plugged in. Um, I just quickly looked on the donate page on Time to Rise, and I see the two different bank details there. The one's a non-for-profit company um so we'll get it's uh, tax deductible and we're sitting in a position now where we're having to pay a huge amount of tax about our financial year ends end of this month so um next month sorry but there's no details like an email address maybe you can get someone to put that on there for where you can see proof of payment and then where we can request a tax certificate
2: Yeah, so uh, um, I think we can add that, no problem. Um, But yes, I mean, absolutely, especially with with the NPC, absolutely. And we can So we
3: need to have that option available so people can get a tax certificate.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then
3: the other question I wanted to ask, is also relating to Time to Rise. I have a lot of people, um, like I'm going to use my dad as an example. He wants to send... He wants to connect people to Time to Rise, and he wants to add them onto our local info WhatsApp group. Our, um, so I want to ask: Can we put out the list of representatives throughout South Africa? Can we can we give that to people so they can connect people in their communities to their local representative?
2: Yeah. So Sandy, uh, on the website, there's a lady by the name of Henri Delar. Her oh, name, her yeah, number known, and the email address is there. So she's the contact person and she can just send you a list. I mean and,
3: and do they update that um, fairly regularly?
2: Yeah, of course.
3: Because I see our local Winterton representative isn't on the list, but I'll contact well, her.
2: Yeah, she's the one to speak to, so that's the easiest.
3: Okay, so that's the idea. We just around the country just say, All right, there's the list, get connected yes. to someone in your local community.
2: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, okay, um, and 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 not just locally, but um, you know, join the 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 time to rise on the website yes. so that you can be allocated to the Telegram groups, because yes. the Telegram groups connects you nationally, but yes. the representative connects you locally, and yeah. that's the two legs. And, that's yeah. important.
4: But like yeah. your local it also.
2: We need people to to join the website on the website so that they can become part of the database. Then we can send regular information. Otherwise, they they join locally, but we don't know anything about them. You know, so it's very important.
3: But your local representative should then reach out and say, "Okay, now you need to join the national database."
2: Yeah, but um, um, it's. I mean, people can just take their own initiative as well and just join on the website. So.
3: All
2: right, thanks for that. That was my Thank question. You. Thanks, Sandy. I'll put up that email address. Sure. I'll, I'll put up my own there, so uh, we'll make sure.
1: So, yeah, know. Uh, Sandy is actually one of our regulars.
2: So um, we've seen him here seen often her on our... No. Um, yeah, <laughs> great
1: <to see> that. <laughs> Marta, uh, you've got a question?
5: Anthony posted a very important question. It would be the question that I'm also going to ask. on the the chat group. So um, um, can I read it to you? How many of our Black um, and Brown brothers and sisters are joining in this movement? And are you seeing a change of heart from our Black and Brown family towards us, the white minority? Are you seeing restoration and trust between races, especially in the lower income communities? When I went to Winterton, the first night, there were like two or three Black people, and I went to um, John Matukli and I said, what can we do to change this? And I think what he answered me was like the, uh, um, the venue, not everybody can afford some of the venues and the things that we meet. But the next day, a lot of, of the local people came and it was so beautiful. Wow. And I, I really um, think... Um, and it's a battle with me that I acknowledge that you have a lot of people that speak with you that are black. I mean, African and and all those guys, they are precious and just um, as but if we look at the, the, the country, now, there are so many more black people than white people that I mean, look at our thingy. Um, Altman is here. And sometimes there's Samuel. And um, it's almost like something that we all have to fight for to make it happen because it's like, it's so hard. So um, I acknowledge that you are trying your best and you are doing it. And I want to appreciate that. But I maybe we need to, I don't know, maybe we need to um, challenge ourselves that we would do more. <laughs> I don't know if, um, yeah, that's what I...
4: Point.
2: yeah Marta um thank you so much for that comment. I think we are all. Um, um, you know, concern about the demographics. Um, but 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 let me just, I think that's John's point. Uh, don't measure something by what you see here. I mean, we're traveling the country. We just spoke in Soweto and we saw the tremendous response of people. We're going to speak in Sharple the other day and you know, even, um, I think Chris will tell you, um, there's a, uh, in Arman, as the black community we're speaking there as well. And we've got others speaking. So, uh so, so although you might not see, uh, you know them there. Um, you know they are coming. They are coming through. Uh, John specifically are going to strategize with a number of of black leaders. Uh, you know around this. But um, remember, people respond at different rates. You know different uh groups uh, you know so uh um uh one just need to leave room for this to 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 happen organically it's no use to like um you know Uh, complain or or say, no, listen, we need that or this. Let's work on it. Exactly what you're saying. We all need to do more. Let's get our communities in there. I mean, I can't do everything and John can't do everything. We need everybody. We will lead the charge. But uh, honestly, um, we need every single believer to reach out to our uh, brothers and sisters uh, from other racial groups and say, listen, come on board. Um, you know, and I think that's what we said at the 300 gathering as well, Minzo. Um, each one of us now need to move. Uh, you know, um, you can't wait and sit back and see, um, okay, let's see how the demographics grow or look like. It's up to us. We need to reach out to them. You know, um, I mean, we only have so many weekends and I mean, I have full time job as well, committed. I've so much to deal with. So it's each one of us don't. Make sure we get all our communities in um then then we're not doing our part so uh, uh on the one hand, I'm telling you that um yes, it is changing, and uh, I can see many of them coming in um uh, many of the you know all the other racial groups, but on the other hand let's let's get them in. Uh, all of us, uh, you know, work together, and uh, I- eventually the idea is, you know, that 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 honestly, um, especially when we get to October, and however the demographics look, there it doesn't define the way forward. Um, the the picture forward is completely integrated, God's people united from all races and groups. So. Uh, um, it's about all of us, um, yeah, working together and making sure this happens. Yes, I agree with you. No, it's it's so
1: easy to to start that discussion actually, because everybody's complaining in our country. You know, so uh, the other day I was standing in line. I wanted to get some uh, documents. Um, uh, I'm not sure what you call that in English. And I was standing at the police station, and there was a gentleman, a black gentleman, standing in front of me, and he was complaining bitterly. And I said to him, "But there's a solution." You know, and and you know he was amazed that that we are even having this discussion you know me and him and um so the the, the opportunities are 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 there you know, have the discussions bring change the the negative complaining into hope and and discussions because that's how we get close to each other. A discussion is a way to pull yourself towards somebody else, even if they have completely different um, mindsets about things. A discussion has got, if you, if you can be mature about it, you know, um, then a discussion will pull you closer. Um, I want to just want to see if there's anybody else that's got questions, uh, their hands up. Um, uh, sure. The guys are, are quiet. Um uh uh umbeno please go ahead the
6: are you still there uh thank you amenzo i i have three questions to dr arno uh the first one is uh i'm not quite sure exactly about the procedure but the way i understand it is that the law that's been approved is now open for public participation and uh, it's about limits uh, minimum limits that, uh, and the number of signatures required and so on and so on uh, are we involved in that uh, and to what extent the second question that I have is that the history of representation in government has proved that individuals don't usually make it. And if they do, it's a minimum effect. What strategy do we have to change that attitude so that individuals are voted for and not necessarily uh, uh, party politics? The third question that I have is that do we have a process on the go of making the churches available or making the churches not available but aware of what's happening and to get their cooperation? Do we have a a strategy or are we doing something about that? Thank you, Arno.
2: Right. Thank you, Bino. Yeah, easy answers. Um, Absolutely. Uh, We are definitely involved in the process of, um, I don't know if you know yesterday's court case and the day before in the constitutional court um, about this issue of signatures, independent candidates. um, I mean, the ICA of which I'm part of independent candidates association, we made the court application. So um, uh, to, 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 put the parliament's proposal that they made uh, to put that aside um, and the concord is actually um um Fast track this whole process. So I think before October we might get a court um, judgment on that uh, from the Corn Court uh, in terms of how the Electoral Act must be changed by Parliament to allow more uh, f- fairness and equal, uh, you know, opportunity for um, independent candidates. Because at the moment one candidate must get almost more signatures than a party, and uh, uh, you know uh, it's it's completely unfair. So. Uh, uh, um, um, as it stands, if the court accepts um, the status quo, then there will be no opportunity for independent candidate. You won't have a chance. And then that also relates to your second uh, question about you know uh, individuals. Uh, what happens with a peer vote? Uh, you know when when um, they you know um, if you don't have an organization or a representation and you're just an individual or individual candidate. Um, uh, you know, uh, you lose those uh, PR votes, um, and it actually is eventually allocated to the winning party or the one that they benefit from that. You know, so 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 it, that is a concern, um, and uh, that's why when I spoke to Michael Louis, um, you know. Um, the thing about independent candidacy is it, 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 it levels the, the, the playing ground a bit more in terms of it's not all about political parties, but it's about people. Can getting their own leaders being represented in government and hold them accountable. So it's, it's leveling the playing ground, but it's not fully, um, you know, um, you can't fully save a democracy or cr- even create a two thirds majority through independent candidates. So I think it's a necessary step, but it's not, um, as it stands, um, um, the full picture of what's needed in terms of change in the political system. Um, so that's why, uh, you know, Uh, When we go to October, we will put the options on the table and tell people, listen, the one option is a a movement that you have to register as a political party or whatever you want to call them. Another is an independent candidate initiative. If that is an option, if the court um, gives a favorable, um, um, uh, you know, verdict Um, and Whatever else options. So uh, um, the key thing is now the people will identify the leaders, you will see the message going out today, which is different than political parties, because we want to, the issue is political parties, the leader comes and say, come vote for me, they create their own uh, party. Uh, But the people must choose the leaders and the people must decide on the vehicle. That's how a true democracy should operate. So uh, we're going to facilitate that process without time to rise, being a political party or being or we will not be. Uh, But um, if a a separate vehicle needs to be created, then um, it could be done. There might also be leaders, key leaders. I'm not going to name names, but I think all of you know some of the highest leaders. you know, that are not politically affiliated at the moment, um, they can put up their hand and say, listen, uh, God has spoken to us and we are doing something. So, So what I'm just saying is through those vehicles, you might see more political change being implemented after 2024 if you have a number of votes. I mean... Uh, by miracle, if it happens that one gets a two-third majority and, and there's change, you can change the political system. You have the majority in Parliament, you've got an executive, and uh, the court has already, through the Concord, gave a, a favourable verdict in 2020 by saying the Electoral Act must be changed. So these things can be enacted uh, the moment you have, uh, you know, um, um, more seats in Parliament and uh, people supporting this. And then there's parties like Musi is BOSA, who's also in favor of independent candidates um, and a number of other parties that really support this. But it's going to be a process um, and we're going to take it step by step Um, but uh, you need to have some kind of organizations to make sure you get the PR votes. Um, Then just your last question on the churches. Uh, You know, (laughs) um, somebody actually sent me a message um, that started, um, and I'm going to say it as it is, uh, the ACDP, one of the founders of the ACDP. And he said to me, Arna, I'm so glad you're following a different approach. Not, Not that we are a political party, but in terms of this awakening, of God's people, um, And that different approach is that he said what they did wrong was to go um, to all the churches around the country. They went north, south, east, west, and they tried to rally the churches. And they said that was the biggest mistake they could have made because um, that's where most of the opposition came from. And that's when your political spirit started to materialize. And then churches responded by saying, listen, we can't support it openly because he divides us and all these kind of issues. He says the best way to go about it is to reach out to the church, the body of Christ, the people. Um, and then the people decide for themselves to link up. So, Beno, you know, uh, where there are churches and, and, and church groups who are fully in support and who link up, and I mean, there are quite a number Um, we we celebrate that and we welcome that and we will always reach out to the churches but we're not going to build it with um, churches. Um, I've I've seen this clearly. Um, It's going to be reaching out to the people and involving the people in the process and that's part of what we're going to do in October and also going forward uh, because we need to move power back to the people. The decision making power has been taken from the people by political leaders and there must be a vehicle that Takes it back to the people, and especially God's people, who can make these decisions uh, with the necessary uh, wisdom that's needed.
1: Thank you, Arnu Umbeño. Are you are you comfortable with um, that? Your question has been answered. Any other questions? Uh, yes, uh,
6: just a follow up. When we started this discussion. Uh, Dr. Arno uh, excluded the possibility of registering a political party. However, am I correct in saying that when he answered now, he said there is a possibility of doing that? Is that correct?
2: You know, please don't misunderstand this. And I want to say this clearly and emphatically. I never said um, that I excluded a, a possibility of a political party. What I said, and listen very clearly, Time to Rise will never be a political party. You won't see a political party with the name Time to Rise, essay. But a separate vehicle can be created, um, and through that um, as a political party can be established by the leaders that has been identified for that purpose. But it is a separate initiative and it is not, um, you know, time to rise itself that will become that vehicle. The, the the function of time to rise is to mobilize the body of Christ for all areas of society and to bring change in all areas, including government, but also in education, in business. You know, so it has a much wider focus, but we can't talk about kingdom nation building if we don't talk about a righteous government. The Bible is clear, Proverbs 29 verse 2, if the righteous are in authority, people rejoice. If the, if the wicked rule, people mourn. So uh, it's clear God's people are called for that space, not everyone. And it's very important. The way we approach this is to identify people that are not politically affiliated to prevent a political spirit from setting in and from own personal agendas and all of that, but to allow statesmen and stateswomen that are politically unaffiliated to step forward. They might be called for government and to to, you know so we encourage that and but it will be something separate and uh yeah i hope it's clear
1: thank you arne um i think the the the, the thought of the of the um the something that we unexpected that is gonna gonna rise up is is exciting for me you know the the new wine scheme uh that we're talking about you know something that is that is something that is not clear to us at the moment that God is going to reveal to us that that excites me. Um, Chris, uh, you've had your hand up for a while. Please go ahead, Chris.
0: Yes. Good morning, everyone. Um, uh, mine is more um, a sharing than um, asking questions. And I think it will fit into the whole paradigm of what we are actually discussing. Um, last weekend, I was asked to go and speak about time to rise in our it was um, a sort of a link to what's going to be happening this weekend coming and um you know it was just absolutely amazing um the the colonel of the seps in armanus is a born again christian on fire christian for the lord so we've already got the leadership ready um that is very important and then the deputy mayor a young man is also a born-again Christian. We actually anointed him for the job that he's uh, doing. So, um, you know, there's such an expectation, especially when we are going on Saturday morning to Shwelechle. Um, You know, uh, when I heard the colonel speak, he said the people are suffering. Now we are coming to give a message of hope. This is what it's about. It's about nation changing, giving the people hope because they don't have hope anymore, um, especially in the, uh, the communities. So um, there we're going to see transformation happening. And, um, you know, it's it's just absolutely amazing how many people are interested in this whole move uh, what God is going to do. I mean, afterwards, uh, Neil from Hermanus um, said to me, Chris, can't we set up another meeting? I said, well, let's get Arno going. He's already going on full speed. Let him get him. uh, Let's just keep him going on. (laughs) Keep him busy. He's still young. Uh, That's what Neil said. (laughs) As if he hasn't got enough to do. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're setting up another meeting. And there's people coming from Cape Town just for that meeting. You know, at five o'clock at the um, Living Waters Church in Hermanus. And, um, and, and I know that in by as well, people have been telling me we want to come to the meeting. That's, it's not their church, but they want to come. And it's a very small, uh, church, the Umghia church. So we're going to have a packed meeting. I just know that. So there's a great expectation, um, in the communities to hear what God wants to do. And then I have my precious brother here. He's, um, Raymond. He's been more than 40 years in full-time ministry. Um, Maybe he can just shortly share something. But I just want to uh, finally, just before I close, I just want to say last night we were really praying for our nation. We were praying for time to rise. And, um, you know, the Lord laid it on our hearts. If we can get people across the Christian community, um, you know, in the families, just for 10 minutes a night to pray for our nation, to pray for this initiative. I mean, let it become a habit. What is 10 or 15 minutes? And get this rolling out all the time. Just say, people, we need to pray. We need to, uh, you know, intercede. Because without prayer, we're not going anything. Uh, We're not going anywhere. So, um, yeah, I don't know if Raymond, do you want to share something? Um, uh, This is Raymond. um, He's from Cape Town. And um it's just been an absolute blessing staying here with us.
2: Well, praise the Lord. Um, what I would like to say is that if God be for you guys, who can be against you? And we know that God is for this movement. And uh, what came to me while I was listening to everybody, you know, Jesus said in John 17, he prayed, he said, Father, make them one as we are one. And 11 times in the book of Acts, it speaks about unity. One vision and one word. And that's what I want to say to you guys. Continue in what God has called you to do. Amen. Amen. That's all from my side.
1: Thank you, Chris. Uh, I don't know if I may be naughty. We I don't know if you remember this. We were sitting when we met the night there in, uh, in the free state with the mighty men. You were telling me the story about the vision that you had, about the arrows, the dark cloud, and 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 just correct me where I'm going wrong because I remember it in 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 the way I painted the picture in my mind. But the dark cloud over South Africa and the arrows of the prayers shooting through. I don't know if you remember that discussion, um, and that is that is what what uh, uh, Chris's brother is talking about. The prayer, you know, time to rise, rise in the morning. And and change our country, you know. Get up and put your prayer, your 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 dreams and your and your hopes at God's feet, and that is how we're going to change this. But uh, if you want to share that little uh, vision yeah. that you
2: had about the the arrows, please. Yes, thank you, Manzo. I actually included it in my first book, and where it came from, um, I was uh, I'm a visiting professor in Austria, and I was sitting. Uh, One day in the forest and just praying there, I mean, in Salzburg, it's extremely beautiful. It looks like that Robin Hood scenery. And uh, I was sitting there and I saw these straight trees, all of them long, tall. And the Lord said to me, you're sitting amongst my arrows. Um, and I said, "Lord, what do you mean?" He said, "I'm raising up my arrows." Um, and the Lord gave me Isaiah 61, a planting of the Lord, oaks of righteousness, that I'm raising up in South Africa, and I'm going to um, shape them into arrows to send across the nation to set. Um, uh, you know, I, I could see the the uh, the punter, uh, the edge in front was on fire. You know, where it it it, it hit targets, it set things on fire. And, uh, even around the world. And I could see God, you know, um, p- putting us like arrows in his bow. Um, there's a beautiful scripture in Isaiah that speaks to that. I think Isaiah 49. We've, we've been hidden by the Lord, but he's now putting us like arrows in his bow and he's going to shoot us out. And I could see, Menzo, that picture of God just shooting, um, you know, um, and arrows are, are straight. They, and, and, you know, they are purposeful and God's purpose kicking in amongst believers across the nation. And, uh, you know, the moment that happens, um, revival breaks out and reformation. So, uh, yeah, something amazing is shaping and I'm glad Chris emphasized that because you don't have to convince people. People are so ready, but you need to emphasize this, bring it to the fore and say, listen, God is on the move, and this is where we link up and become part of what God is doing in the nation. So, uh, it's exciting times, but also times of great wisdom. And the amazing thing is, you know, I've been astonished. The I means so of the quality of the people God has added in terms of what's happening behind the scenes, the operational functioning. I mean, uh, it's amazing. The Lord just adds. And the same with the wisdom in terms of the way forward. Um, You know, um, so we're not making empty promises. We're not giving false hope. Um, You know, uh, the gospel in itself is hope, the message of hope. And uh, we want to apply the gospel in this nation like never before. So uh, with Time to Rise, it's basically a vehicle that God used, but there are many other vehicles. But the good thing is we are linking up and we are um, aligning uh, with God's purpose in the nation. Um, And I think that's the key, you know, building that unity, that cohesion um, and doing it in an uncompromising way, because there's a lot of uh, initiatives with their own agendas that are not pure. And uh, we're not going to be accommodating that. Absolutely, I don't know that,
1: why settle for the half if the whole can be gained. Amen. Yeah. And and that you and that you do with um, I mean I'm I'm humbled by by just being part of this. You know, and the and the and, the, and the, as you say, the quality of the people and the and the and the weight. And I'm not talking about um myself being overweight. I'm talking about the weight of the that the people carry. Amen, yeah. um, Peter. Uh, uh, please go ahead.
7: Uh thanks, Mensa Um while you were talking now about the giant oaks, I was just reminded of Abraham uh set up his tent at Mamre, uh amidst the giant oaks of Mamre. And uh and our our tent, this time to rise thing, has to be in the middle of the oaks. It has to be uh, prayer-driven. Nothing happens without prayer, and so even the uh, who was it said now, Chris, about uh, prayer ten minutes a night. You know, can we can we be so bold as to say switch off the news and spend that time praying? You'll be more effective. Then you can put on Bernard and, and watch the rest. Uh, the second thing I want to say is uh, I sent Anna a message. A while back, I was in prayer for the movement and the Lord told me that out of 1 Samuel 5, 4, when they took the ark of God and they put it in the temple of Dagon, who was their idol, that uh, when they kept coming back and eventually they found that the Dagon had collapsed and crashed into pieces in the presence of the ark. And the Lord showed me that the Blumfontein weekend, uh all those cattle that were slaughtered, that weekend is even probably more important than what we realise. It's a nexus. It's Dachan Itzhabir in the spirit that uh, like honor is I think honour is seeing it. Uh and it's gonna be even greater than that honor. That that Dagon, that Makufta, whatever you call it, fall. it's going to break in, it's going to shatter into pieces because our work is in the spiritual realm. And it's going to happen when we're doing the breaking of bread, the blood of Jesus, the presence of God is going to bring that thing down. And uh, I just wanted to get that out there into the atmosphere. Thank you, Mana.
2: Amen, Peter. Thank you.
3: Amen,
4: amen. Uh, Freak, you had a question? Yeah, uh, 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 not a question, just want to add something onto this. It's been a while now since Arno asked us for this video, and uh, I don't just want to do a video, make a video. I really wanted to be led by by the Holy Spirit, and I just felt that uh, about the time to rise in the event in Bloemfontein, I need to share something with you. I'm fortunate to be the father of these two identical twins, Danray and Christopher from Mark. Now, Christopher was born first and then Danre. and uh, identical twins, um, uh, like I said, I'm the fortunate to be their dad. And when they were about 18 months and almost two years, we stayed in Pretoria. And one day they had a, there was a tremendous fight in their room. And I ran into the room, and these two were the same brothers, twins, identical, looked the same, cried the same, dressed the same, same father, same mother. But they wanted to take each other out. And they were fighting like you couldn't believe it. It was chaos. And when I separated them, I I asked them, what is going on? And Eventually the one said to the uh, said to me, Yah Buddhist got my thing, Buddhist my dung. And I wanted to know what is this thing that they are fighting about, what is this thing that they want to take each other out, the same brothers, identical brothers, same father, same mother. And eventually the other one that one of them took a piece of wool from his back, he had it behind his back and he took it out and he showed it to me and they were fighting over a piece of wool, wool. And, and, and I was so upset and I, I said, but how is it possible that you can fight over something that's got no value anymore? They are fighting over something and, and at that moment, it was in my spirit, I just felt the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said to me, just feel how the Father's heart is feeling, how his heart is broken when his children are fighting over war, over things that is of no value. They want to take each other out over a thing, this Afrikaans word, or it was a reeks, vola a, uh, uh, stories. Uh, uh, was, it now, was it now an apple or a pear or a, a fig that and Eve ate? And we don't agree upon it, and we, we split up, and we, we go our own way. A few years later, Arno, in the day after the tsunami hit Japan, we were there in, in, in Limfontein. We came from an outreach in Weppner for a week and we were there in Bloemfontein. And uh, we, friends of ours, invited them to us to their farm. Hannah uh, and the kids, myself, the team, and we were there on their farm for a barbecue. And we didn't see the, the footage of the tsunami the previous day in, in Japan. So we were watching this. And while we were watching it, but while, when we stopped on the farm, Uh, uh, friend, my friend's wife said to the boys, she said, and they were around six years old, she said to them, don't go into the long grass, there's snakes. Now, if you tell these boys, don't go into the grass, there's snakes, believe me, they will go. They had a book where they caught scorpions and (laughs) and spiders and call it snakes. They kept booked off how many many they caught and uh, how many they killed. But that specifically, while we were watching the footage, the boys came running into the house and Dandre were holding a snake in his hand, like this Steve Irwin guys on the TV, like these professional snake catchers. Holding a snake in his hand, not saying mama, wom, davy, wom, akis, He said, papa, look at what we Caught. Look at what we did, and 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 I look at it, and this snake is hanging out of my son's hand, and I was just shouting, throw it out, throw it out, and uh, they f- he threw it outside on the stoop, and we said them as go to the bathroom, and we can see if the snake didn't uh, uh, bite them or, and uh, my friend's wife heard how they said to each other, you will think they will be happy because we killed the snake. And I must be honest with you, I was proud as their dad. I was very proud. My two sons. But I asked them when when they came out of the bathroom, what happened? And they said no. They walked down this uh, 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 road on the farm and they saw the snake. Not knowing what snake it is, if it's poisonous or what. They just saw the snake going into a hole, and they decided, listen to this, they decided, the same brothers that wanted to take each other out of a wall, a piece of wool of no value, decided, let's get that snake for our dad. The one said, okay, you take the stick, you hit it over its head, and I'll grab it. And when I grab it by its tail, you hit it over its head, and then uh, I can catch it. They decided, and the next moment they walked into the house with the snake in the in his hand, down the way. and I asked Christopher how 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 long was the stick, and he said, "No, I, I, it was a piece of it was about this size the, the the stick, and the snake was about this size." We have photos of the snake lying outside. Because when uh, the guy went out, the friend went out to, to the older people believes you have to uh, burn it out because the friend or the mother is going to come and look for it. But I, at that moment, I realized something. The same brothers a few years before that, unmature, so fighting over things that of no value, it's the same brothers that decided we're going to work together. The success of this whole Time to Rise movement is I've been in a, in a, in a gathering, a, a meeting a few weeks ago on our tour and Time to Rise came up and, and, and there was negative response around the table towards Time to Rise. Even towards you Arno and by God's grace I was, I was sitting there. It was so bad that my son, my son actually wanted to stand up and walk out. But, uh, and, and Christians around the table. You know, I'm a strong believer. Is your name safe with me? Is, is, is my name your veilig? Um, and I, I stopped it and I said to the one guy, I said, listen, I know Arnu van Nieker. I know him for a couple of years. I've done, I don't just know Arnu f- when time to I started. I know Arnu for a couple of years. And Atman was also sitting on the table around the table and I said to the guy, I can tell you one thing, if there's somebody walking in integrity, it's Arno Fonica. if there's somebody that I know that's not for his glory, it's Arno Fonica. I don't want to hear what you say about anything about him, or this movement, it's time for you to stop fighting over wool and get onto the field, like Arno said, and play this game. The only people that can sit on the pavilion complaining and criticizing is the people and they don't do it the cloud of witnesses on the pavilion are there to cheer us on to go for it and and to run the race and walk this race with the lord because he started it and he will finish it but the success is if we can just see where is each one's responsibility and work together we can take the snake out my boys did an impossible thing by just agreeing and working together and the power and the testimony is there of doing the impossible you know people saying is yes. this also just the political party is this this is this say no time to rise is not a political party this is God still there standing up and saying enough is enough but if we can work Amen. together and Amen. stand together God well, we, we, we're going to see like you said Arne amazing wonderful things happening like you always say and I love it if not now, when then when? And not, if not us, who? Who's going to do it? we we going to do this at the answers. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. Thanks.
2: Amen. Thank you, Freak. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it blesses me to know you've got my back and I've got yours and we have each other's, all of us. Absolutely. We need to guard the unity. Uh, There's an intense attack. Remember what I said uh, also at the the, um, the 300 camp, that uh, there's a separation between the wise and the unwise virgins. And we always have this mix of wise and unwise, and the unwise asking all kinds of immature questions, causing immature issues. It's time for the wise virgins to come together to speak from a mature point of view, and to really speak not just opinions, but what have you heard from the Lord? Um, And I often challenge people when they share opinions. I said, okay, it's great to hear your opinion but what is god saying to you and be very careful to answer because if it's not god it's your opinion and be very careful you can't speak for god if it's if it's only opinion so uh, we need to raise the standard raise the bar because this immaturity is what is uh, disempowering the body of christ and we cannot afford it uh, we need leaders to lead and then god will uh, bring the maturity
1: so true arnold that um, that video that somebody shared with us about the gladiators, you know, standing together and say, let's, let's stand together. Let's lock our shields. And whatever comes out of the gates of hell, we will deal with it together. You know, um, that is the same thing as that Freak is talking about having your back, you know, um, uh, is your name safe by me? Yeah. You know, and that is so important. If we, if we divide ourselves between ourselves, we are going to be nothing. Yeah. You know? um, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Peter, I see you've got your hand up. And then Anthony, I think we need to start closing this meeting as well. So, okay. Peter and Anthony, if I can ask you just to keep it short. Thank you.
7: Okay. Just on that point um, of the maintaining the integrity and the unity, when the bones come together in that vision, the sinews that hold them together are relationships We keep talking about the bones, but the relationships are what keep the bones in place. And uh, so that is something that we really, um, even now, there are, as you say, people asking stupid questions and they are divisive. And we have to guard against that because the devil has no creative power in his mouth, but Christians do. And when the devil wants to create destruction, he's got to look around for some careless Christian that will lend him his tongue. And that's true. So, uh God showed me a picture of the unity. If you think of those gladiators standing in a circle, but every second one is facing outwards. Their arms are linked but they're in a circle facing outwards, every second one. And obviously every second one facing in. But the ones that are facing in can see the one that's across the circle and behind him he has got his back. And the one on that side can see him and behind him. And that's the kind of unity that I believe God is speaking about in this thing. And so, uh, yeah, we need to, the voice of the bride needs to be heard. And even if it's on the local forum of rebutting some stupid question on Facebook or wherever, do it, do it, but do it lovingly. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Arno. Start on my boot.
2: Thank you, Peter. Uh, Menzo, can I just quickly comment um, two things quickly? Um, I think that's exactly the point. That formation of a circle. Um, You know, where we stand back to back, um, just the formation is what is protecting uh, your back. And that formation, a circle is unity. So which means we don't allow the enemy inside the circle. That's the strategy. No one, none of us, we agree, not one enemy will get inside because then uh, it's a dangerous place. So uh, that's why we fight forward and fight together and keep that formation. Um, so the unity is key, and then, um, um, yes, we want to definitely, you know, when many people ask unwise questions, but I also want to emphasize, uh, we appreciate the wise questions, we must answer the, 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 we must all be on the same page, and that page is the Bible, uh, you know, so, uh. So, so just to say this is not to d- discourage people from asking questions yes wisdom is needed and it needs to be shared so that understanding can grow that's what Paul uh, uh, Peter did uh, understand, growing in understanding with the early church because everybody had questions but many had uh, honestly un- uh, unwise questions or foolish questions and we deal with that lovingly but we have to address it and uh, please sometimes on the Facebook page I want to encourage you just just uh, address. That, but um, you can quickly see how people are there's a sifting also happening. And that's what I believe Time to Rise is also doing between uh, wise and unwise. Um, and not that it's excluding anybody, but honestly, um, yeah, uh, they we need to r- raise the level of maturity. Yeah, <clears throat>
1: absolutely, Arnul. But I must also add that my journey since we started in, in, in January has been very interesting. You know, my personal journey. About community development, asking the questions, you know, and I realize it's okay to ask, let's call it the stupid question, because I didn't know, and if I didn't ask the question, I wouldn't have the answer, you know. Um, so, so learning is is the process as well. Understanding. Yeah. Um, I, I watched a movie on Sunday, and and uh, and I was, I was. Um, uh bowled over and it is uh, the story is uh, the, the movie is uh, the boy that harnessed the wind and it's a beautiful story about a, a Malawian boy um but you know me as an engineer uh I I, I drive a, a nice car and I've got my toolbox uh, I sent a photo for Freak the other day uh, my toolbox is strapped in the in the boot of my 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 car because that's who I am. You know I if there's something wrong I fix it. Um and um This poor boy didn't even have tools to do what he did. You know, I'm looking at it and I think, how is that possible? You know, but I didn't think of it. I mean, in my mind, I think everybody's got a toolbox or some tools, a screwdriver and something, whatever.
2: Um, But it is my ignorance that caused me to think stupidly, you know. Mm. Um, Yeah. Uh, Menzo, can I just quickly add, because it's important to differentiate? I mean, I teach this to my students as well. Um, There's room for. Uh, uh, let's call it more basic questions than foolish questions. You know, basic, um, you know, things that uh, one needs clarity on. But then there's questions that comes from a place of foolishness where people are actually trying to disrupt or, you know, that's that's what we are talking about. That's immature. That's something different. Um, and uh, that's what we are not going to waste time on. Um, but we want to address any questions that come from a sincere place
7: yeah you know, if I yes. can just say there's no there's no stupid question there's no foolish question, but there are divisive questions, and those are the ones we we come up against yes. mm. okay and yes. it's important
1: that we have this quick discussion about it Arnu because i'm 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 concerned that we exclude some people from asking the questions because they feel that the question is not a valid question you know and um everybody is valid everybody's important and um you know uh it is beautiful the way when, when beno um uh, 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 called you dr arnu um i feel a little bit naughty sometimes calling you just arnu no, but man. the point is we are we are all important Arnu. um it's you know it doesn't matter what your title is what is your standing what is your bank or bank balance Everybody is equally important in God's eyes, and we need to acknowledge that. And and not acknowledge it, but uh, uh, um, respect it. Respect mm. it. The way we we you know um, uh, 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 reverence, you know, with a certain amount of reverence that we respect each other
2: for who we are and where mm. we are standing. Because there's nobody that's got no knowledge. Yeah and we are all equally important to the lord but we are all servants we are simple servants just obeying our king's command absolutely
1: and and the unity i just want to throw a couple of things around here and, and 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 guys if we need to leave please I do, I do, there's no pressure we we're having a good chat and i think it's just a general chat chat around the transformation table at the moment you know the unity i know that when me and peter you know, his spot in my in my car is left front when we go to our campfire weekends. And we talk. I mean, it feels almost, Peter, sometimes it feels like we drive for two minutes from here. And it's, a, and it's a two and a half hour, three hour drive. But we cover so much ground and discussion. But actually what is happening? We're getting into unity about the work that we need to do at the camp. And then we get out of the car and we go and do completely, completely two different things. I go and cook food, and Peter feeds the guys with godly wisdom. But actually what we're doing, we're doing the same thing. We are in unity, although our actions are two different things. We get into unity about achieving that one goal, and that is bringing God to his sons. So, just just because we're not doing the same thing, as a matter of fact, I think again that that um, that compounded collaboration is exactly that. We don't have to agree on everything. We don't have to t- together work on the same thing. We just have to have the same common, huge goal, submitting ourselves to God under this plan. Yeah, yeah. And that is so the menso, unity.
7: Menso, um, we need to just uh, tell Benno that had no Benno, your questions were accurate. They were spot on. You're a good man. Don't you worry about that. Your questions yeah, yeah. were lacker. The,
2: the, uh, thinking of Benno is why I said uh, there are also wise questions, you know, that we need to answer. No, Benno, obsolete. Um, Amenzo, I have to get ready for the office. Um, so uh, I will need to move. So, guys, thank you so much for this morning. It's been a blessing and, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to next time. And Chris, Danikop, and uh, see you guys uh, one of these days, at least in October. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. Thank you very much, Arne. Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you for listening to the Transformation Table, where we talk about God's business.